Welcome to the Canine PT Academy Podcast. Business lessons for canine rehabilitation therapists. Introducing your host, Dr. Francisco Maya. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you so much once again for joining us for another episode of the Canine PT Academy Business Lessons for Canine Rehab Therapists. So um, thanks so much for you guys who have joined our Facebook group too, the Canine Rehabpreneur Hub, Empowering Canine Rehab Business Owners. If you have missed that announcement, please follow the link on the show notes and join us there to get some support, get some assistance, you know, and not feel like you have to do this business thing on your own. Okay. Um, also, you guys probably have seen the announcement already for our um, Academy Marketing Blueprint program. Okay, I talked that, about that during last week's podcast. We have been sharing that through email, social media, and so forth, but we are starting on August 23rd. It's a four-week program uh, uh, made up of a series of pre-recorded videos and then also four live Q&A calls, okay? And during that program, we're going to uh, uh, help break down week by week how to develop different marketing strategies for your business which it does tie up with today's podcast episode which is why you should have multiple marketing strategies okay so if you want more information about the canine pt academy marketing blueprint program please go ahead and follow the link on the show notes as well okay um, but I'll, I'll i mentioned this last week and i'll share it again that right now the price point it is at the lowest that it is gonna ever be because it is uh first time launching this program so this is a brand new program by the way so this is a brand new program that we're putting together and because it's a brand new program we're doing a special where we're taking 200 dollars off the cost of the program so right now it's only going to cost 295 dollars but if you miss it by august 23rd starting on august 24th the price goes up to 495 okay so please don't say afterwards that i did not warn you all right but this last weekend uh it was a very very busy but fun weekend where i hosted some of our incubator mastermind students for one of our retreats and during those retreats we uh, got to spend all weekend uh, helping basically figure it out how to move past some of their current challenges so they continue to grow their canine rehab business and we host these events actually three times a year we host it every four months or so and they always have like a main kind of like center theme around them if you want to call it and the one this time around was about me helping them track some crucial metrics and financial information and kpis for their business so they can actually better understand what is actually going on with their business so they can actually know what the real problem is and then help them figure out the potential solutions for those problems for those challenges and and that's something very important to keep in mind okay you know we need to be tracking at least some very basic metrics and kpis for our business because here's the thing that i like saying but i didn't make it up is that numbers don't lie numbers do not lie and unfortunately we as the business owners are too often too emotionally attached with our own business to know exactly what's going on so my goal this last weekend was to share with my students 
a handful of the same spreadsheets, the same resources that we use at the K9PT that we've built through the years, so they can get better equipped to understand how to track those things and then how to make their business better. And in return, making logical rather than emotional decisions that's going to help them keep it moving forward. And interestingly enough, I, I, I um, recently listened... Uh, Recently listened, that sounds funny. I recently listened to a podcast interview with um, Neil, deGrasse, Neil deGrasse Tyson. I might be butchering his last name, but, you know, the famous astrophysicist that we all kind of like know who I'm talking about, Neil deGrasse Tyson. And But he shared something on that podcast. Like, it was such a simple quote, but it, it I thought it was just really fascinating. And he said that we're all rational human beings but our capacity to be irrational has no limits. Okay, and of course, that can be applied to many aspects of life. But when we think about our business, are we actually making rational decisions? Right? How easy it is as business owners for us to just let that imposter syndrome kick in, for us just let that voice in the back of our minds start telling us that, hey, you're doing this wrong. Right? So then because of that, how easy it is for us to allow our emotion our emotion and attachment to the business actually dictate our decisions right so something to really think about it but it ties up with what i wanted to discuss today which is why we should have multiple marketing strategies within our business and actually one of the spreadsheets that i shared with our students this weekend was to specifically help them track their leads, their inquiries, the people who are filling out forms, contact them and stuff in detail, right? So what we need to understand is that it is very important for us to know how people are finding us so we can know what marketing strategies are actually working, what marketing strategies are not working, and what we can do to actually improve on those things. And even if you take a closer look at specific strategies, let's say, for example, veterinary referrals, it is important for us to track, for example, which clinics are actually actually referring to us. Are the lunch and learns, for example, that we're doing actually working? Are we getting a return on investment on those lunch and learns? Or maybe here is something that you might have not thought about it. If a clinic who used to refer to you quite often is actually not longer doing so, because sometimes we might have built a very solid relationship with the clinic two, three, five plus years ago. And we don't even realize that, you know, we used to get five referrals from that clinic every month. And now we're barely getting one. So what happened? But if you're not tracking those things, you're actually not going to know about them. Okay, so and even going deeper, then you can get as specific and as, as uh, uh, granular as you can, as you want to, I would say, right? So for example, what I share with them is like, how even tr uh, track how much each type of lead is actually spending with them once they turn into paying customers. So for example, we can know what's the true financial ROI of a lunch and learn, of a community event, of Google, 
right? So we taught them and we spent a good chunk of time teaching them how to track all that stuff and more, but most importantly, also helping them understand how to read those numbers, how to understand, okay, what are the numbers kind of like telling us? And then the one, one thing came to mind to me afterwards as I was reflecting on some of what was discussed is that the worst number that we can have in business is one. Let me explain what I mean by that. So if you think about it from a marketing perspective, even if you have developed a very solid relationship with veterinary clinics, and let's say 60, 70, 80% of your clients all come from veterinary referrals, that's great. That shows that you have built a solid relationship with veterinary clinics that they're happy to keep sending you referrals. So that's not a bad thing by itself. Okay, or let's say Google. Let's say you crack the Google strategy and you figured out how to get 60, 70, 80% of your leads finding you through Google. That's also wonderful because now you figured out how to make something that is much more scalable work for you in terms of a lead acquisition. But it does not matter which strategy is your main one. The worst thing that we can do is actually over rely on that strategy. Because if we do so, then we are putting our business in a potentially precarious position if something were to happen. For example, what if you get a lot of clients from a large local specialty surgical center nearby you, and then they open their own rehab department and start to keep those referrals in-house? What would happen with your business? Or if you get a very large amount of your new clients through Google, but then something happens and your Google account gets taken down, gets shut down. What would that do to your business? Those are just two simple examples, but as we all know, they both can happen very easily. Right? So let's compare to maybe, for example, our personal financial investment portfolio, right? We know that one is not good, meaning just invest in one thing is not good. You never want to over-rely too much on just one type of stock option, for example. So it's the same concept that can get uh, uh, get carried over, right? Now, when it comes to marketing, of course, you're always going to have one main way of attracting clients, and that's normal. But do you have it well-balanced? And honestly, in my opinion, in my expertise, I would say that if more than 50% of your inquiries come from one source, then you need to be very, very careful. And if that number is actually greater than 60%, then you're putting yourself in a potentially very dangerous position. And you need to start looking as soon as possible into how to start to balance it out. What I would personally recommend is as close as possible to a 40-30-30 split meaning 40% of your leads are going to come from your main source. About 30% are going to come from a secondary source and the remainder 30% from the remaining sources combined. Right? So how could that potentially look like? Well, <laughs> go figure. We actually track those numbers very closely at the K9PT because I love numbers. Right? So I'll share with you guys looking a little bit through the last few years with our, some of our numbers with that. So in 2023, this year to date, 
okay, we are in early August. We are at about 45% of people finding us through Google, 33% from veterinary referrals, and the remainder, what is that, 22% finding us through um, a combination of other sources. Primarily, word of mouth would be the main one, but a combined 33% of the uh, 23%, I'm sorry, with the other ones. So then I went back because I've been tracking those numbers since about 2019 and I looked back. So for reference, last year, 2022, 50% were from Google, 30% from veterinary referrals. 2021, 53% from Google and 22% from veterinary referrals. And going all the way back to 2020, three years ago, 55% were from Google and only 16% from veterinary referrals. So as you can see, there is a trend there. And I can tell you that that's not a random trend. Meaning that the, the, our reliance on Google went down, while at the same time, we basically double our number of, uh, well, at least percentage-wise, the number of veterinary referrals. And I say percentage-wise because if you look at the true numbers, it has actually more than double because we have also grown quite a bit since 2020 where we now get basically double the number of leads that we used to get in 2020. So the number of veterinary, veterinary referrals actually nearly quadrupled looking back at 2019, 2020. Okay, and that's around the time when I started tracking those numbers. And what happened was that I realized that although I had put myself in a very good position where Google was really, really working for us, we were actually over relying on it a little bit too much. And that's when we decided to start developing more specific strategies to build up our veterinary referrals. Now, of course, that doesn't happen overnight and it's a long-term strategy. But as you can see, we were able to gradually and consistently build up solid veterinary partnerships in the Chicago area. And over time, that has helped us de-risk the business because we no longer over-rely too much on Google. All right, so my question to you is, are you over-relying too much on just one main strategy? If so, what can you do to help diversify your marketing strategies and help not just grow your business, but at the same time help de-risk it so that way you're not putting yourself in a potentially precarious position, right? Or maybe an even uh, a better question, are you actually tracking those numbers? <laughs> well, and here's why I asked that, because, you know, I've been since 2019, I have been coaching, mentoring, talking with many canine rehab therapists. And what I've noticed over the time is a trend that when I would ask people, you know, how are uh, new clients finding them, their answer usually would involve a combination of two, maybe three main things, right? So the answer would usually be something along the lines of like, oh, people are finding me online and through word of mouth. Oh, people are finding me through word of mouth and their vets. Like something along those lines. And my follow-up question often was something along the lines of like, well, 
tell me roughly how many of those people are actually finding you that way. And as you can guess, their answer would actually often start with something along the lines of like, well, I feel like, well, I feel like majority of the people are finding me through vet. Or I feel like people are finding me online. And right away, as soon as they would start their sentence with, I feel like, then I knew they were not tracking any of that information. And the issue with feeling like in our business is the fact that it leads towards us making emotional rather than logical decisions. And more often than not, emotional decisions are the ones that keep holding us back. Okay? So if you are looking for ways to understand this whole marketing thing better, if you feel confused, if you feel overwhelmed, if you don't even know where to start, that's why we're creating our marketing blueprint program. It is for folks like you who are feeling lost, who don't know where to start, who don't know how to diversify. So maybe you got busy, and that's wonderful. But if you got busy, and 80% of your people are finding you through word of mouth, that also can be a liability. If you have built a busy rehab clinic, but 70% of your clients are coming through veterinary referrals, that is also a liability for your business. So that's why with the marketing blueprint, we're not just going to teach you the strategies, but we're going to teach you the why behind it. So that way you can understand how all of these pieces of the puzzle comes together for you to build a sustainable business. I hope to find you in the program. If you have any questions about it, please feel free to send us a message. And also follow the link on the show notes to look at more information as well. Okay? Thank you guys so much. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to another episode of the K9 PT Academy podcast, Business Lessons for K9 Rehabilitation Therapist. If you enjoyed what we had to say, please make sure to share or subscribe to our podcast or even leave us a review. You can also email us at hello at k9ptacademy.com. That's hello at k9ptacademy.com with any questions or suggestions. And go to k9ptacademy.com to find more resources and content, including our fee calculator spreadsheet, which is absolutely free and will help you determine how much you should be charging for your sessions. Because let's face it, determining what we should be charging is one of the biggest struggles we have as business owners in the canine rehabilitation field. You can also find all of that information and more under the show notes. Finally, I would just like to add a disclaimer that any of my thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are mine and mine alone, and in no way reflect the opinion or position of any other organization or company I may be associated with. Thank you for listening, and remember, if you're not having fun and enjoying life or running your business, then what's the point in doing so? So please go ahead and start having some fun.